Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The one big mistake um, that you see 90% of investors making in, the, in this market. I hate to stress it. Um, Shadi did a great breakdown of, of mutual funds versus indexes versus ETFs. I'm still seeing you guys focus on too many because you're watching, taking in too many insights, talking to too many people. Whatever your plan is, please keep it incredibly simple. Now, I'll study every market. So I want you guys to go look at the Bovespa. I want you to look at the European market. Go look at the Australian market, the Indian stock market. Great. Because you'll be able to see a whole bunch of correlations, right? But in your actual portfolio, you really need to focus on four to six things. Like I'm seeing so many of you being like, I tried to do binary options and regular options and futures. And I want to do angel investing. And I want to build a business. And I got a food truck. And I sell weed on the side. None of them are working. And it's like, <laughs> Apple. you like, but I want to hear something else. I'm tired of you talking about Apple. I'm like, it's a printing press. That's why. Like I know it's a machine. If I put $1 in, I'm going to get five back in five years on the low end. And then every business that you guys love, they're going to come and attack. They are the cartel. And in the 1980s, it was IBM. In the 70s and 60s, it was U.S. Steel. And if you were at InvestFest, I, tell, I told you, like usually a company has a stranglehold on a market for 10 years. 
If they're dominant, they'll have it for 30. Apple's coming up. I'm getting to that 30-year mark. Like, please squeeze the juice out of that orange. So only focus on four, six things, and you're good. And for you business owners, same thing. I'm seeing you trying to create too many different businesses. Like, when they say seven streams of income, and it's really, twenty. you need 28, really, it's not in different businesses. Like, you don't need to try and run a hospital and sell shoes on StockX and, you know, sell parts to a cameras like you got to streamline your business and automate as much as you can and then you'll be good because if you have 15 things in your portfolio i haven't seen many people have 15 to 20 things in their portfolio and they ended up profitable it's damn near impossible yeah that's so. that i think that's one of the biggest lessons because like when that, like i said when everything's on sale do you buy the entire store no you focus yeah. on what you came to buy mm-hmm. and you just got it at a better price i think and even with me like i it's something i'm dealing with like i'm like there's so many opportunities yeah, it's have- always a struggle because now, yeah, cause now like- you have capital to play with now and actually yeah. losing it won't hurt but you, you got to focus on trying to focus true. yeah it, trust yeah. me y'all it's, it's a real thing like all right this is opportunity this is opportunity like i might send them a text like i know you don't like it but there's an opportunity here and sometimes i'm just like all right just gotta let it go just let it go it's okay mm-hmm. stay stick to what you what you said you was gonna do yeah one last thing, I just doing one more financial planning thing that um, I get asked a lot about in my financial planning calls all the time. So yes. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You can invest in the stock market through life insurance, but be careful. So we'll talk about two ways how you can invest in the stock market through life insurance policies. VUL, variable universal life policy. So how that works is that you you have money, you pay a premium, and a portion of the premium actually goes to sub accounts. Very similar to like how 401ks are set up. Like you'll get like 20 or 30 different sub accounts that you get to actually invest in. So the sub accounts could be like international funds, large cap funds, growth funds, all kinds of stuff from all different fund managers. So Oppenheimer might have a fund in it. Uh, Fidelity might have a fund in it. And as the stock market or whatever you're invested in, whatever fund you're invested in, if it goes up, then your sub account, your money actually inside of the policy goes up. If it goes down, then your money inside of the policy goes down as well. So <clears throat> that part is pretty straightforward. And usually it's an increasing death benefit. So the death benefit actually increases over the course of time as the cash value increases as well. Um, when you take money from it, then that decreases the cash value and it decreases the, the death benefit. And then there's another way, which is called an IUL, an index universal life policy. So we talked about, so it's tying it all in here, right? So we talked about indexes earlier. So with the IUL, you can invest in an index inside a life insurance policy 
and it usually has a floor and a ceiling. So it's like a 0% floor and a cap of 12%. Meaning if you're in an S&P 500, if you're investing in S&P 500 and the S&P 500 does negative 10%, then you will get 0% for that year. Like you can't lose money on it. But if it goes That's up 25%, incredible. if it goes up 25%, then you cap out at 12%. So it's like bowling with the lanes up where you're in a range, right? So both of those policies can be beneficial um, because it's a way to actually, like I said, you have stock market exposure inside of a life insurance policy. Um, but the thing with universal life policies is that you just have to be careful because they're very flexible. Like premiums are flexible. Once you have money inside the policy, technically you don't even have to make a premium payment. But what happens is that there's a thing called cost of insurance and the cost of insurance goes up every year. So if there's not enough premium that's coming in, then that cost of insurance will be taken out of the cash value. And over the course of time, if that happens and there's not enough cash value in the policy to support the policy, now you're going to have to make a lump sum premium payment or your premiums will go up substantially. I saw this a lot with policies. Like when I first got into the industry years ago, I was taking over a lot of policies that was like written in like the late eighties, early nineties, universal life policies. And they wasn't funded properly. And they were all like, about to collapse. And I would have to call the people and like, Hey, you've had this policy for 25 years and you know, you, you're about to lose your policy. And they're like, what? They're like cursing me out. I'm like, I don't have nothing to do with it. It's not, I didn't sell you yeah. the policy. So be mindful and be educated when dealing with these type of life insurance policies, because they do have upside and they can, you know, be a double-edged sword because it's a form of investing and you have a death benefit attached to it as well. But rule of thumb, whenever you have these type of policies, you want to overfund the policy. Now that might sound crazy and we can have a more advanced conversation about this later on, but you have a target premium. So like, let's say the premium is a thousand dollars a month. You want to try to put $3,000 a month in because now what you're doing is actually overfunding the policy because the government <clears throat> does not tax life insurance up to a certain point. So it's a call the MEC modified endowment contract. When you put too much money into it because at that point, what happened is that the government a long time ago, the life insurance lobby is extremely strong. So the life insurance is one of the few vehicles that's tax-free all across the board. You can get the money out tax-free and the death benefit is tax-free. Wealthy people realize that and they say, okay, this is a way to just put millions of dollars into life insurance policy and overfund it. So they actually came up with a cap and you can only put a certain amount in. That's the modified endowment. After that point, it becomes a modified endowment contract and now it becomes taxable. So whenever you're dealing with a life insurance policy, if you're dealing with these type of policies, actually, this is a cheat code for anybody that's looking to get life insurance, universal life insurance, ask your agent, what is the MEC on this? Like what's the MEC limit and fund it up to the MEC limit. They're not nine times out of 10, they'll never tell you that because you don't mm -hmm. get commissions up to that point. But it is good to know because now that's like, the most money that you can put in. And then by overfunding it, now you actually have more money that's working for you and more money that you can pull out later on. So that's a super gem. I didn't anybody talk about that. Mike clip that one. <laughs> Steel. Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, double bomb upon <laughs> your head top. Yes. <laughs> Be mindful. My graduates from my school being Forbes, bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop.
take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.